Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Ruby, and Rick and Morty. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilwell. Hello. And Brittany Falcon. Hello. And today uh, we will be previewing the second half of the second season of Gravity Falls. Uh, this is our first Gravity Falls podcast, and we'll be regularly covering this show um, episode by episode, starting on July 13th when Gravity Falls is back. It was very, we're very excited. Um, Delaney and Brittany have, j- have just caught up on Gravity, on Gravity Falls. Oh, and I've been watching week to week for a while, and we're going to talk about the last episode a little bit. We're going to talk about the trailer for the next episode a little bit, and we're going to say what we think is what we think is coming. We're very, and we're going to just get ready for um, July thirteenth. So I just rewatched the last episode, um, not what he yeah. seems, and I think you both also watched it recently. Yes, I watched yes. it twice today. Nice. Um, so, Delaney, what did you think of... So, what what do you think of Rowdy Falls after you've caught up a li- very briefly, and now what do you think of Not What He Seems? Well, uh, I, Gravity Falls, I've, I mean, I've enjoyed every episode. At first, I was like, oh, this is good, but I'm not, like, super into it. But then, of course, he got going. I'm like, oh, this is great. You never know what's going to happen. Um, for Not What He Seems, I... I was shocked, and then I wasn't shocked. I don't know. Like you, you're just—it's one of those episodes you're sitting there, like I'm waiting for them to ruin my world. Like, where is it coming? I'm waiting for. It. I've been waiting for this the whole show. I don't know. It just—it was a really good episode, and I'm—it's just—I mean, it's such a good setup episode, but it's also just a great episode on its own. And I'm excited for like where we're gonna go and everything. Cool, uh, Britt. Same question. What do you what do you think of the show now that you're caught up, and what do you think of not what he seems? All right. Well, I watched the entire second season between ten o'clock today and <laughs> right now, so it was kind of a whirlwind. I definitely like season two a lot more than I like season one. It was much more plot heavy, and some of the humor was aged up a bit, and I enjoy that. I enjoy when cartoons get dark. It's one of my favorite things, and I really liked the last episode. I think it might be my second favorite to the one I like Summerween and then the one where they're like the the blind eye episode that's probably my favorite it's the blind eye episode just the whole story of that episode is my favorite but yeah society I was spoiled via Tumblr and (coughs) Dylan (laughs) so it wasn't really much of a shock like I knew I didn't know how it was going to happen but I knew that Mr. Twin was going to show up. I don't know so. how Mr. I Twin. spoiled you, but... Uh, you reblogged the trailer. Oh, well, you didn't have to watch the trailer. <laughs> it's on the first episode. There's another stand, and I'm like, hmm, oh, well, I, I, did, I did tag it Gravity Falls spoilers, to be fair. Okay, but, um, yeah. That so, wasn't, like, a purposeful spoiler. Yeah, yeah okay. it wasn't, like, a purposeful spoiler. Like, it was more, like, accidental. Cool. Yeah, and I've been, I've, I've been watching week-to-week Gravity Falls for since uh, since the beginning. It's... It's been three years since the show premiered, which is crazy. There have only been thirty-two episodes of Gravity Falls. Um, I find my, I was I was very into this show in the beginning. I'm still into it, but um, like to me, like you guys talk about how season two is like on another level and stuff. I remember season, the middle of season one being incredible, and I it think, was incredible. And I think it, I think we're still on that same level here, at least from my point of view. It's certainly plot heavier now, but I guess the big the big thing for me is. I want to be super excited for this. Like we got the biggest episode of the show ever, and not what he seems, and we're getting coming up on a tale of two stands, which is another huge episode of the show plot wise. And like mm-hmm. now, what he seems to like completely sh- shook up the show's mythology and stuff like that, and finally got us to a legitimate place, whereas before we we're only hinting at stuff. Um, but like it's been three years, and and like the show airs 
less than 10 episodes a year and it airs them not in a row. So it's very difficult for me to get um, to like stay really hyped for it and to remember all the mythology plot points that are happening. And I think you guys will now experience this too. Um, In my opinion, Disney completely mishandles airing this this show. The show should be aired like Game of Thrones. It should be aired 10 weeks in a row every year. That's it. Nothing for the rest of the year. Um, But instead, Disney spaces out episodes month by month. Um, And... They don't. They don't. They don't really have another show, I guess, that has a, such a slow production as Gravity Falls seems to have. And I'm not sure why Gravity Falls can't is incapable of producing like more than like nine episodes a year. Um, I'm not sure if they've finished more than twelve episodes right now, and maybe Disney's holding them. Um, it doesn't seem like the show's going to go on forever. Maybe it'll. I don't know if it'll extend past season two or not. Uh, but it's certainly it's like one of the highest quality animated shows on the air and you can understand why it would take a while to make, but it's just the airing of the show makes it difficult to stay into it, I think. Um, and it's going to make it difficult for us to like have frequent podcasts on it because there's just going to be one new episode. There's not another one scheduled yet. Maybe it'll air soon after July 13th, the next one, but I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, not what he seems to me was, was one of, uh, the, I think the best, very best episodes of the show. Uh, for me, my favorite and has been my favorite since 2012 is Time Traveler's Pig. Um, that that episode has everything, and it's like yes. perfect. It waddles, has, yes. I got waddles because he It has waddles. It has the best sibling moments like of the entire show for me, and it's the it's emotional like awkward sibling hug because that's. I don't know if me. that's with awkward sibling hug. I think um, that might be the first episode. Never mind. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I think that's earlier. Um, but yeah, and then Irrational Treasure around there, and. Uh, then the show kind of dipped for me a little bit at the end of season one. Season two has been incredible. Northwest Mansion mystery um, was Pacifica. was great. Pacifica, Dipsifica dip, is uh, yeah, dip new, the new hot ship. Even I though. ship it, I ship, I I ship it. I didn't. I did not want to ship that ship before that episode, but that episode makes you ship that. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> so and it doesn't make you upset that you ship it. It's like oh, I, I accept my fate. Like this, this <laughs> ship it. It's okay. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, um, I would say that. Uh, not getting back to not what he seems like to me the high point of this episode um isn't even like the mythological revelations and when i say mythology mythological i mean like the show's core plot developments the mythology of the show um it's not even like revealing stan's um twin brother and getting uh, stan's device fired up it's it's the relations between um stan with uh, dipper and mabel at the end of the episode which come into play um Mabel trusting Stan, Dipper being skeptical of Stan, all that stuff. It was really just a great high point for the show. And I think it's got a lot of uh, praise for it critically. And I think it really deserves it. And even Seuss. Seuss, too, involved in that, yeah. Yes, Seuss, too. Seuss he's, showing the he's like He's the like kids. the other uncle. The, yeah, even weirder uncle. He's the cousin that gets you in trouble consistently. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh were you guys surprised by the well Brit Brit said she was kind of spoiled Delaney were you surprised by like the revelations and not what he seems I mean it, no I mean I guess I think I was kind of spoiled by Tumblr like I, like I don't know but no not really I well I think I was surprised by how it happened in the episode like I was surprised that like I was expecting more about the machine like in that episode like i was i was just surprised by how the episode handled everything more than like things that happened in the episode Mm -hmm. like i was surprised that like you know we get the twin immediately (laughs) 
like it was, it was surprising how much the episode did like plot yeah, that episode covers yeah so much in like 22 minutes like i don't even it's not even one of the longer episodes either like it's 22 minutes and it's insane how much that episode covers and also i was i think the biggest surprise for me is that it came down to mabel because she was the key yeah because i mabel is i love her i want to adopt her she is my child love mabel (laughs) and i and you kind of expect and of course gravity falls does this a lot like you expect something to happen and it doesn't because they're kind of they're not necessarily like avoiding tropes but like they just they twist everything on its head and they do things you're like oh good they didn't do that thing that i expected them to do like i was uh, this is gonna come down to dipper this is like this is dipper's thing but no it came down to mabel and that that for me that was i don't know i just really enjoyed that and you know, I think that, I think that was the biggest shock for me is because you're always expecting it to, you know, because this is kind of Dipper's show. Granted, Mabel is I mean they're twins they they share focus, but a lot of times it's Dipper driving everything. So I was really sh- pleasantly shocked that it, was, it came down to Mabel. Yeah, the show it's that Dipper's Dipper's definitely the main character, and the show is somewhat male centric. I would say yeah. um, yes, I and agree. it's it's very nice when. Um, it's, it's been, this episode is really, I think, the first time where Mabel is just the most important character, and that was—I mean, she's obviously been important before, but yeah. um, compared to a show like uh, Steven Universe, and uh, it's just—it's complete. Many less female characters of, and many less female characters of importance here. But um, I feel like season two does a better job of this than season one did, as far as female yes. characters. We see uh, Mabel's friends a lot more. We see Wendy doing a lot more diverse things than just being at the store and being crushed on by Dipper. Yeah, when Mabel always person. saves the day though. She does. Like she everything always. bad happens in episode. And Mabel might even have caused it, but she eventually solves it all. She does. She figured out how to do the gnome, she figured out how to solve the monster. It's great. Uh what do you guys think of Gravity Falls in its current state? It's hard for it it's like it's kinda hard for it to judge it, um unless you've kind of marathoned it like you both have. Do you think this is one of the best shows on T V? Yes. Yes. I put it in top ten. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree. I mean, it's, it's there. There've only been uh, five, four episodes that have aired this year, so it's kind of hard to say. But uh, it's, I think this show's consistently, for me at least, been yeah. one, one of the top five shows on television for the past three years consecutively. Um, I will say it wasn't immediately. No, I like would I agree. was watching it and I enjoyed it. I'm like, this is good. Yeah, I can see why people watch this. But I was like, this, this is always like- good. But yeah, it wasn't always think... like amazing. Yeah. For and me, then... for me in 2012, it got there at episode eight. Um, but I also think like episodes like three or around there are also. And ep- that, the first, the pilot was also incredible. I think. Yeah. But, uh, yes, all I the episodes the were good, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have put it in like you know the ranks of you know because we're talking about we're talking about the ranks of Korra and things like that. And I wouldn't I wouldn't. Put I, that I will so say in episode eight, I made a there. my fav- my top ten shows in television in 2012, and this was above Korra that year. I believe this was Korra's first season, so I thought the first season yeah, of Gravity Korra, Falls yeah. was better than the first season of Korra. I would. Yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I would with agree. That. Yeah. Yes. It's like this. The, to me, when the show aired, it was just remarkable how good it was so fast, and it's kept up to consistent quality. The only thing for me is there just haven't been any meant. There's just been so few episodes. It suffers, so it suffers from like Young Justice syndrome. Where it's going to take three years before you get two seasons. Yeah. Like in the entire, like yeah. it took over a year for season one to air. Yeah. And I, I just don't so think, this, like- I think similar to, similarly to Young Justice, the show will not stay on the air very long. Not because of popularity though. I just believe Alex Hirsch probably doesn't want to continue it. Um, 
too far forever yeah i mean it's one it's supposed to take place over one summer i don't think he wants to draw it out forever if if you follow alex search on twitter you you just get the sense he's so drained constantly from from the creation of this this is a show that's on the quality level of legend of korra it's not the it's not i think it's a step below it but it's it's um on the same level and there's one creator as opposed to two like i think alex search is is mike and brian uh, both. right so it's just it's i can't imagine how much he, he has on his plate um let's talk uh the show going into a tale of two stands coming up um in depending on where we are the spot when we put out this podcast in a week or a week and a half uh so there's a trailer that uh disney came out with um and i think and it seems like this is gonna be a flashback episode chronicling stan and his twin brother um growing up and uh doing I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how far whatever, it's going to go, whatever they're doing. Yeah, the big thing. Are we going to gonna find out how Stan ended up in like a tur- or not a Turkish prison, a Colombian prison? That's my <laughs> question. Maybe I don't. Th- I, I went to jail that. there once. Yeah. So the big thing from this episode, uh, let me link you guys uh, this picture in in the chat is uh, a screenshot from the trailer where there's a handprints of Stanley and Stanford. Um, and it shows the twins running past there and Stanley has five fingers on his hand and Stanford has six fingers, um, on his hand. And of course, which we uh, already knew, right? <laughs> well, of course the twin coming in had six fingers, the, the hands on the journal. Like, I don't know if it's all the journals, but at least the one he touched in the last episode. Like I can't it's remember. I can't remember a lot of the old mythology stuff has six fingers. And then, um, what's his face when the shapeshifter goes, that six fingered freak isn't quite himself anymore. Okay. I want to talk stays, about, that's what there was said, some, like that. I'm gonna jump in and got scientifical for a second. There was some people on Tumblr who were questioning, like how twins, how one could have mm-hmm. um, six fingers and one could have five if they're identical twins. And polydactylism is a phenotypic trait. So it is presented like the difference between genotypic and phenotypic. It is phenotypic presents and genotypic it's within the genes. So like, what you have isn't always what you show. And it's like a complex phenotypic trait, so you can have it. So Stan probably carries the trait, but it doesn't express itself. Fun fact. Cool. So the Gravity Falls checks out scientifically. Yes, I it like does. it. Yes. I, I like how the <laughs> shows. Minus the big hole in the sky. <laughs> Minus the yeah. cipher all just this, and the time around. travel and, and all the scientific, <laughs> all the crazy creatures. But we're and, right uh, here. Doomsday device. So you could even have the twin stuff. That's fine. Yeah. yeah there you go. Good. Okay. So basically, the big revelation from this—it's not really a revelation—is that Stan was impersonating his uh, twin brother, right? Because he goes to Stanford in the show, right? Um, and it seems like, it seems like from this screenshot, he is Stanley Pines, not Stanford Pines. Yes. Mm. Yes. So, uh, the stuff of them discovering in the last episode, um, that, uh, the twin brother is killed and stuff. So you can kind of start to piece together somehow there, there, you can also see in the strata, they're building something, probably this device. They build the device. Stanford somehow gets trapped like an alternate dimension or something. And Stanley has been trying to, uh, assumes his identity and has been trying to bring him back this entire time. Uh, something like that. I mean, that's, that's that's putting things together. It's not, like, definitive. It kind of begs the question as to why Stanley would feel the need to be Stanford. Yeah, it's yeah. that's not clear. Well, uh, I think the so that's one of my questions, why like you would assume something. that the identity. Well, the criminal history, I think. Yeah. So like, like, yeah. That's what they're piecing together. That's at what, at what point does this happen, together. you know, in their yeah. lives, yeah. and what's happened before? Uh, and the car crash thing, like... Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we've dealt with... fake his death? Well, yes, they probably have to fake his death, I would assume, yeah. Or, I mean, and this, I mean, I think it's entirely possible that his twin died, and he's, like, this is all, this is some elaborate thing that they're to try and bring him back. 
from so like this, an alternate dimension. So this could be like them reaching into the afterlife here. Yeah. Like that. that seems that seems like not what the mythology of this show. Would no, be. I, I think that but, goes uh, that beyond. is a possibility. I think well, just, I'm saying if we don't go off, like if we don't do the obvious car crash, I think that might be like. A, I think that's a possibility. I don't think. It's I don't think it's that is a possibility, but I don't think it's where they're going. Yeah, and of course we need to factor in the fact that uh, this Stanford, uh, the the twin coming back, voiced by J.K. Simmons, uh, <laughs> yes. which would be awesome. Um, that he's the author of the journals, right? So yeah. how does this play? Had to... Different fangirls for. <laughs> Probably twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, so was uh, our Stan? Um, how much involvement did he have in writing the journals? How much is he just following his brother's instructions? Was he there the entire time? Was this some, just a project of of his brother? You know, like how much does he really know about everything going on? I yeah. think it's actually very little because we don't see Stan. Do we see Stan using the blacklight on the journals at all? I'm not sure. No. No, I was I reading this he one. Just, he just flips it to the one page to build the device. Yeah, but he doesn't... I feel like that would be something that he... They should have shown if he did know. Because I've been reading this one... I've been reading, like, about this. And there's a theory on Tumblr, of course, that Bill Cipher, like, started to come after um, Stanford Pines in the last few months in his dimension as he was writing the third um, journal. Because it, the Blind Eye Society is in the third journal, so clearly Bill Cipher had to, or MacGuffin had to quit bef- and start erasing his memories before Stanford used his machine and went through the portal to wherever the hell he went. All right, and wherever he went, because um, the Third Eye Society, the Blind Eye Society, is in the books. So clearly at some point, it's sort of theorized that Bill Cipher started to come after him. Like, he writes that he shouldn't sleep, that... He can't trust anybody. He starts to go paranoid and begins writing in the black light so that Bill Cipher can't read the pages, which I think is very foretelling that Stanford probably wasn't in that process. He would have known that his brother was going crazy or appeared to be going crazy and would have known about the black light or at least Stanford would have kept it from him because he was so paranoid. Or also the second book is full of blank pages, isn't it? Yeah, it's full of blank pages. first book. Mm-hmm. I think so. so. Maybe they weren't written in order. Like that might that, that kind of sounds stupid because they're numbered, but like they might not have been written in order. Like they could just be different pieces. Like he could have just had a journal written in it, and then like, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I think that I think that even like would work in the terms of the show. Like that's the order he intended them to be written or yeah. to be read, I guess. But they wasn't the order they were written because it would make more sense for the third journal to have blank pages than the second journal. And, and the second journal is the one where Dipper's like, he's, I'm going crazy and they're hunting me in that thing. That's the second journal. Isn't it? I believe it is the second journal. So, so maybe, is the black, do we ever look at the black light of the second journal? Well, that's, a, that, that's what Dipper uses, the black light of the second journal. I thought he, had, yeah, because he's, does he have second journal or the third journal? Dipper has the second journal, right? Okay, yeah, and then Gideon had the third, and then... No, wait. Yeah, he had the third for a while, and then he lost it, and then Stans was like, I have one and two and three. And that No, no, Dipper has the third journal. That's right, because Gideon had one and two, and I was like, ha, 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 you don't know there's a third journal, because that's the one Dipper has. Right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, that's okay. I don't make sense. Yes. Dipper has a third journal. Okay, so that all makes sense. Okay, never mind. There you go. Okay. I'm glad we thought all that through. Yay. Uh, yeah, I, I need to marathon this again. I have no read on any of the Bill Cipher stuff. 
I have no clue how that can factor in, really. Um, I, th- I guess a big question right now is, is the show actually going to get into a place now where we're going to start uh, connecting the dots a lot? Because I feel like we're at a point with that at the end of season one, when Bill Cipher comes into play. It's like, okay, are we actually going to get moving now? Like, before this, we've all just had, we've just had plot threads thrown out there a bunch of times. And sure, uh, season two has had some big plot episodes, like The Blind Eye and uh, Into the Bunker, um, and now now it seems, but um, are we going to tie Bill Cipher in to the to the new character of the author um, and the blind eye and all this stuff? And like, I, I I I don't know. I just have a hard time imagining the show's ever going to have like a like an Adventure Time type flashback episode where we just see what happened um, in the past. You know, uh, like we just get like a chronicling of events that happened in the past where we didn't know it before. That seems to me like it's something that's, I don't know, I just have a hard time imagining the show throwing all its gar- cards, um, uh, revealing all its cards right away. Oh, no, that won't No, happen. I think even in, like, the epilogue, we're still going to have <laughs> Even when the show's over. Yeah, but at yes. the same time, if season two is the last, uh, I mean, I, and I don't know for sure if we've I mean, they could always come back three. next summer. Yeah, sure. but I, I, again, though, I, I feel, I really feel like we're getting to the end here. Um, yeah, I yeah. do too. I feel like it's meant show, to be sort so. of a short show. It's a yeah. good. It's got a good short run, but you know, it's a shorter. show. I definitely think we'll see Bill Cipher again. Like he's too important not to bring back. Yeah, he's. he's I don't too know important. about like I really enjoyed you know the Blind Eye, but until you really started talking about theories and things, it, like obviously they're important, but for me it was more important about McGucket. Like he's yeah. important. Like, the he Blind Eye is not really important. Wait, what? Beat that. Yes, he's important, but Bill Cipher is, like, as a creation, is important, yeah. too. It's just, like, what does he do? We don't know yet. No, I just meant, I don't think the, like, the blind eye, I don't think, is ever really going to come up again, except in, like, passing. But, like, yeah. it's going to be about McGucket and Bill Cipher. And, I was, like, like using what... the blind eye as, like, um, just for, like, to time periods. Like, yes. this had already happened before the end of this. Like, yeah. that had, he already left and, like... Yeah. Once the thing was created before you had finished writing the journal, because it's in the journal. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, I get you. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> and at the and at the end of um or during the last episode we see Magaka kinda of running away. Um yeah, how to how the town will react to this is interesting too, because this kind of changes the I mean, stuff started functions. floating in the air. Yeah, like, I mean, this is the gravity falls, so maybe they'll just be like, eh, it was an earthquake. Yeah, well, yeah. Especially <laughs> since we've gotten to the whole, like, Stan's kind of a hero. We had that whole, like, set of episodes where it was, you know, with Gideon and things. So it's like, oh, the town kind of still, kind of almost like Stan now. Yeah, I also, I feel like, I feel like from a show per, uh, audience perspective, I feel like this episode, um... Is kind of redeeming for for Stan, I guess, because a lot of the theories involve him being like a big bad and stuff like that yeah. before this. And here, it's pretty definitive. It's not. He's not. Um, pro- really not malintentioned at the end. It seems like, or at least that's the read I get from the last episode. Or at least not in the way that we might have all thought. Yeah, just yeah, he's just, not. He's not an intentional. Just villain. selfishly um, doing focused on yeah. a goal. I mean, yeah. for all we know, they're both evil twins, and they're gonna blow up the world. That's how little we know, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that although, is true. I mean, they they would could have done it already, but they haven't yet. Although yeah. we don't we don't see the author as kind of a bad figure, you know. Yeah, yeah we don't see the author. As Which that would figure. be that would be the real twist, especially for Dipper. Yeah, that Dipper. Like, that would, I think Dipper would have a hard time overcoming um, the author as anything but a 
but a good character for yeah yeah it'd be, it'd be an interesting plot twist he'd have mm. to grapple with a lot of things oh, yeah. any any last okay. stuff here I'm very excited for a tale of two stands um see what the I, codes the codes like that makes me so happy. I don't know why you didn't tell me this before when I wanted to add codes to the end of our podcast that there was <laughs> that a teeny show I could yeah. so they would give me codes that I could do. Yeah, decode. I haven't been too I haven't been too involved in the uh, the code stuff, but I, I just know things. Tumblr and CO are very quick to pop on those codes and stuff like that. Um yeah, I don't know. Just uh, very excited to see what the show does with the flashback episode with the Tale of Two Stands. The potential will be very good. Uh, and I anticipate the show's closing act, and I hope it is not something that is spread out over the next entire year, you know? Yeah. But that that seems maybe likely. Okay. Uh, thanks for... I've been uh, Dylan Heisen, and that's Delaney Stilvon and Britt uh, Falcon, <laughs> stage name. And um, if you can check out all of the information about this podcast on OverlyAnimated.com. And um, we've recently launched our Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. We need your guys' support to keep doing this. Big thank you to our current patrons, Shayna, a.k.a. Heya, and Mitch, a.k.a. The Fever Mitch. And we're going to get into regular coverage of Gravity Falls on July 13th. The big day, July 13th, new Steven Universe and Gravity Falls here. Two podcasts, one day, two biggest animated shows on television. Very exciting. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Any last thoughts? I think Everyone we covered everything. For- yeah, you should definitely watch it. If you don't. I mean, we just spoiled I mean- the entire show, so I hope <laughs> yeah, it's they didn't. Like, yeah. I mean, it's still good even if you know the ending. Like, I still really enjoyed the last episode even though I knew how it was going to end. Yeah. I mean, we still enjoy Titanic and every episode of Cinderella, or every movie <laughs> that Cinderella that comes out. You know how they end. Okay. We don't need to argue about <laughs> the importance of spoilers. Stain but, is my favorite. So. <laughs> Mabel Stain. is my favorite. Mabel, yes. Mabel. Oh, yeah. She speaks to me. Yes, thanks. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.